This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel, episode 101 and shows the 27. Back with the Miss Marvel after show. Now today, I will not be doing live commentary. It's just going to be a straight review of what I thought about the episode. So also let's get into some more news and some straight out of Marvel news. I will be live streaming tomorrow. Only why I ain't uh, doing that because I got a busy day today. So I'd actually just get a review out so I could dip out or so I don't have to like be editing for a long time. So that is that. And I will be live streaming, doing my first live stream tomorrow on YouTube after I see Thor Love and Thunder. Just got my shirt today in the mail and it is fresh, excited as hell to go see Thor Love and Thunder. And we also going to talk about them Rotten Tomato scores after this uh, Miss Marvel talk I have. So uh, still a packed episode. No doubt. Now let's get into some shit. Um, oh, and yeah, so by probably about nine o'clock, you know what was crazy? I actually tried to rebook my tickets, thinking I was going to get like an early, early show. And they have early showings, but only for the uh, like the digital. I'm going to see it in 3D, so I can't go until 5 30. Damn, man, shit. <laughs> Got me down bad like the Brooklyn Nets. Holy, I cannot believe what's going on here. So, yeah, 5.30, so movie is under two hours, so it should be out by, probably by 8 o'clock. So, probably should be able to be streaming about 9. So, yeah. And I will be getting a live review right on the spot, so make sure you tune in for the first stream on YouTube going live. At Kevin27 World, do not forget and also follow Instagram, Twitter, all of that stuff. And five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Let's go. So uh, my thoughts about this episode, which was episode five, time and again. And, uh, you know, I was so eager to watch it because episode four was so crazy to me. I watched it as soon as it hit 12 o'clock. It didn't even have the title up. Or the thumbnail. It was crazy. I was like, let's go. And I'm watching it. And um, I thought it started off pretty, it started off pretty much how I thought it was gonna be. But again, man, too much, too much on the backstory. I got it tied it around at the end. They pulled the uh the I'm pretty sure this is, has been done before, but only why. I just thought it was kind of corny is because I had just seen it be done in Lovecraft country. So when I am pretty sure it's been done before. So I'm not trying to give Lovecraft country all the, all of the credit, but it's just what was introduced in my life. This whole, the whole, what the whole bank thing with the uh, mom or not the mom, but the great grandma Aisha. And I thought it was kind of like, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. If that's your first time being introduced to it, 
But I just feel like that was just so like convenient. Like, okay, so she meets you in a vision in the past, and that's what brought her home. But it just, ugh, I don't know, man. That shit did not make any sense to me. Like, I get what it was trying to do. And I'm just like, okay, so why is that able to happen? Is it because the multiverse is open? So is it like this is a different timeline? Like, I don't even understand how that happens. If it already happened in the past, if if the stars, the trail of stars will let her back to her dad, and we talking about her grandma at this point, if that's what led her back to her past or her nanny, uh, if that's what led her back to her uh, her her dad, which was a like he, yo, dad was a like a bozo, and I only say that because, bruh, you gonna leave? How you gonna, how you lose your daughter in a crowd? You supposed to be having your daughter back, man, and you let your daughter go. I thought, I don't know how I thought she got lost, but I didn't think it was gonna be like that. Like he he had the daughter. The mom told Aisha told him, yo, take care of the baby. What's wrong with you? I did not understand, so that was one straight. And then I thought it was funny when he was like, "Nothing's gonna happen to you." And I was just looking. I'm like, "Bro, you can barely walk. What are you talking about? What you gonna do?" And exactly, he couldn't even keep up with his daughter. So that was already another striking episode. And um, I get what they were trying to do, but if that already happened, how does uh, Kamala? Being in 2023 or 2024, 2025, I forget. But her being there, how does that intersect? How does she go from that dimension? Like, it just, I get what they did when she stabbed the, uh, the band and shit, but it's like that was supposed to happen. And I don't understand. It was like that was supposed to happen at that moment. So what happened in 1940 could happen. It just, huh? You uh, you got to be shitting me, man. So I was not feeling that. Um, the action, the action was very slow. And you know, y'all know, man. I called this out. I called this out when I was watching Moon Knight, episode five. They always do this flashback shit. It's kind of getting redundant. It's getting redundant. It's like they always got to go and show you what's in the past. And then even the way it ended with uh. Or Cameron, he going to he went to to Billy House. It makes no sense. <laughs> Why you call my man Billy? But uh, he was a Bruno House, and I'm just off top. If I'm Bruno, I'm like, bro, you're not staying up here. Why? Why? And then okay, so what I did think was cool is they explained because remember in the first couple episodes. I was like, where's Bruno's parents? So you telling me Bruno alone working? I, like, he said, yeah, my parents aren't around either. Like, what did, what did Bruno do to his parents? I don't understand. Bruno, what's going on? My parents aren't around either. And then this guy just blow up the damn, blow up the shop. What's up with camera? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I thought the ending was a little weird. The end, to me, the ending was just out of nowhere. It was like, so what? Is Kamala supposed to fly back 
to New Jersey now, now that her parents, well, now that the mom knows that she's Miss Marvel, which I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool. I'm not going to lie. That the mom know. I wonder if they're going to tell the dad that she's uh, Miss Marvel. And I am parched. Hold up. Yeah, so that shit crazy. Like, it was a cool episode, but I don't know. It just felt hella fillery to me. Philadelphia. I tried to I tried to make that Philadelphia. That's what I should have said. Philadelphia. Yo, that's my new shit. This episode was Philadelphia. Real shit. I thought it was cool, but when I was watching it, it was so many scenes that was cringe as fuck. The another scene. Shout to Amar. I know she's gonna be 20 this year, so she could take the criticism. She's not a kid. I could tell this is her first acting gig because when it was she, I thought she was acting good all the way until it was time to really show that emotion, and that shit was not good. When she, when that little portal opened, and they thought they dumbass was gonna go back home, and they got burnt to fucking souls, which I thought was like, okay, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty crazy for some PG, and then. Before when the uh the Cameron's mom was gonna walk into it, she was like, Go, you have to lift Cat Cameron. And then she was like, No, I left him behind. And then she was like, Well, go after him. Or she said, Go get him back. I was like, Oh my god, that shit was so cringe. I was like, No, that is not the business. Uh, shout out to her, but the emotion I was feeling it. That was not the the emotion was the emotion was. Yeah, I don't want to say emotionless, but it felt like she was forcing. It didn't feel genuine, and I hate when I see that in movies or television. So yeah, I gotta call that out. I hate that scene. Um. I get the scene. I wasn't really, I wasn't mad at the Aisha backstory, but um, I think, I don't know. I get how they just had to focus on that, but I just hate when they do it. It's so, it's so much. I'm just like, damn. But like I said, I did like that the mom know now, and she wasn't tripping that she's Miss Marvel. She was actually like proud of her. So that I actually like. I thought that was a dope take because if it had been me, I'd have been hot. Like, girl, what the hell you doing? I would have been so mad if that was my daughter. So I don't know. I like how they did it. That was cool. So I don't know. It was another scene. I just, and I really hated the scene where he lost a daughter. That I was just like, bro, come on. And then he just in there screaming. I'm like, bro, go look for her. And how you lose her in the first place? The mom just told that. I just hated that part. I hated that scene. She just told your wife, just told you, 
yo, keep after our daughter, keep her safe. After she just told you, like, I'm into some crazy shit. Because I would have been asked, who was that woman you was talking to when you came in the house? Like, you know, you, your wife, your wife look out and you're like, oh, shit. And she just go talk to some woman and you're not, you just not even going to ask, like, yo, who was that? She could have already told, she could have already told the husband, like, yo, we need to go. There's some crazy ass shit. She's trying to do this wild, wild, wild for this bango I got because I got powers that can send them home, but it's not really what you think. She just straight like, yo, we need to flee right now. And I'm just like, what in the world? Some of that shit was just cringe as fuck. Then she telling the, telling the daughter, like, which was 90, eventually, like, you know, you got to make your own journey. So I'm like, bro, just get to it. So I ain't trying to be super nitpicky, but it just it's a lot about this episode. And like, I don't know, you know, and I hate when they take so much away from the main star. Like, it's supposed to be about Kamala's journey and instead it's kind of like this like this history lesson which is cool but i mean because the only thing i know about the partition was beyonce when she was uh getting nasty in that video that's the only thing i ever knew about the partition what she say gentlemen something something partition please make a bad bitch get on their knees that ain't what she said but <laughs> But real shit, I didn't know anything about that. And speaking of that, where my phone at? Yo, and I said I was going to mention it next time I did a Marvel News. But I wanted to mention it because I asked and the power of the internet gave me a response. So I want to go to this if uh, I could find it. Here we go. Shout out to BZ. BZ or Benjamin Bryant. And he was saying, this is what he said. Uh, English is one of the two official languages of Pakistan or Pakistan, Pakistan. Hopefully I'm saying it right. And one of the two languages everyone has in common along with Urdu. India is the same, but with Hindi. This is because the British took over India pre-partition for generations. It was a colony. Same reason many African countries speak English. Very common for signs and newspapers to be in English and very common for people to speak back and forth in conversation or speak to American or British relatives in English since they only speak a little Urdu. So shout out to Benjamin Bryant and shout out to uh, shout out to this podcast, man. Shout out, shout out to Marvel and all the listeners. It's always appreciated. I love getting... um. I love getting school, man. That man, he learned something. He's like, yo, I'm going to learn you something, brother. Shout out to him. Shout out to Benjamin Bryant, though. I thought that was a good assessment. And, and honestly, it was like a quick assessment. And that's, I thought that was cool. So shout out to him. Um, so, yeah, definitely I wasn't tripping after that. When he when he told me that, so I, I didn't even think about that at all when I was watching it. Um, This episode, episode five. But uh, yeah, Marvel's, I don't know. I don't know. Marvel needs episode lives, man. Well, I'm trying to think. 
What was the what was episode five I didn't like? I feel like episode five was good for Moon Knight, right? But this one, I thought it was cool though. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I'm gonna actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. I was gonna give it five, but I was like, nah, I give it a six. And only why I said even a five because that whole happened in the future it had to happen in the past and it happened at the same time because you got bangle i'm just like what in the hell that shit makes zero absolute sense and i know it's a universe with people time traveling and all of that but people flying and big ass but that it just it didn't make sense but i get only why i get what they did is because um, only why I get what they did is because that's what happened in uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country, I felt like did they did they do it? No, because it was like it was kind of like the same shit. But I get what I felt like it was a little better done. Lovecraft Country because this one I just I wasn't feeling it. I don't know why, or maybe it's because I felt like it was a complete ripoff. So maybe that's why I feel the way about it. But other than that, it was cool. Yeah, that's my that's my assessment of Miss Marvel episode five. I'm trying to think of another scene. I'm trying to think of a scene that I did like. I mean, okay, so I did like Miss Marvel. I well, I told you I like the scene with the uh, the one with the mom and shit. But actually, the scene before that when she actually was trying to save the people. I, I didn't like the acting, but I don't know, man. Her power is hella cool. It's Marvel, she got some... I think her power is actually dope. I, I, hmm, trying to think. What I do wonder is, you guys think she's going to get another bangle? Think that... Actually, because that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought she was going to get a bangle. Like, she was going to receive that bangle. I thought that would have been right, and she would have came back both of them and had, like, two bangles. That would have been hard. She just came back with a sorry picture. <laughs> I'm like, damn, we coming with a picture? A picture? But, no, nah, that shit was cool, though, because Nani was... She loved that shit. It was cool with Nani because she was she was vacated. She was like, I told you, motherfuckers, I wasn't crazy. So, that it was cool with W for Nani. Uh... She, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, but I just, I, I think her powers is cool. So when she was trying to save him, I thought that was cool, but I just didn't like that whole, go back and get him. Like, Oof, that shit's bad. I, that shit's bad. But, uh, okay. So yeah, that's that. Damn, okay. And it should be more, it's more I'm trying to yeah, that was really it. Oh, and the mom doing whatever she did and transfer herself into the son into Kamran, and now he got the same powers as Kamala. Uh, I don't know, man. That's all I was saying. I still think he the villain. Because why would you... You see what he did? He came there and blew he came there and blew dude's spot up. He didn't have to do all that. Whatever he did, that was too much. And why would that damn why would the, the drone follow him to crib? He was just gonna shoot in the crib. 
That was what I didn't understand. Because I'm like, was the drone just going to shoot him? Because then I guess, but if they'd have just ran, why would you run? You going to blow dude's spot up in the store? And that was another thing. I'm like, what is he doing? It kind of, so he's living at, on top of the store that he worked at. Yeah, we got to figure out what's going on with Bruno, man. What is going on with Bruno? I am confused. I am confused. So, yeah, that's my analysis. Six out of ten for sure. Now, let's talk about Thor Loving Thunder. The tomato meter is out, and it is at a whopping 70%. So that means when it comes out officially tomorrow, it's going to be lower probably in the 60s. That's not good. And then, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? A critic, the consistent says, in some ways, Thor Love and Thunder feels like Ragnarok Redux. But overall, it offers enough fast-paced fun to make it a worthy addition to MCU. And that was the Rotten Tomato critic. Now, let's just talk about some of these Twitter critics, man, because this shit is wild. So, LA Times says, there are a few good things worth singling out and the otherwise not very good thing that is Thor Love and Thunder. Holy. Then the Seattle Times says, there's a reason most superhero franchises don't have a fourth entry. Thor Love and Thunder is a perfect example of why. And that's uh, the critic Ever Greenstone. Like, damn. And then Rolling Stone said, thanks to Taika Waititi, Thor Eleven Thunder isn't just another MCU movie, but it's not exactly a sequel to Ragnarok we were hoping for. Yo, it's getting killed. It's getting killed. They're killing this shit. The Verge said, Thor Eleven Thunder's a scattershoot fairy tale about being friends with your ex. Like, come on, man, killing this shit. I can't wait to see it. Like I said, the Thor Love and Thunder stream will be on Thursday. Possibly should be 9 p.m., something like that. Please check out our first stream. We'll, we will be talking about Thor Love and Thunder and any of the Marvel news. And then I'm going to get into some Kevin 27 world shit and just do my own thing probably i'm probably gonna be on stream for the rest of the not the rest of the night but probably like a couple hours so yeah you can kick it with me and then we just gonna start putting out all it we just gonna start putting out content from the streams man and that's how it's gonna go down in kevin 27 world i just want you guys to be a part of my planet i cannot wait to see you there what do y'all think about these uh so far this year, this is this has been a bad. I feel like this has been a bad year for Marvel, and or not even year, but I'll say a bad phase as far as the critics. Now I will say this, and I've have said this: the thing that Marvel, the thing that Marvel is fighting against is themselves because they have so many great movies. And when you put out an Infinity War, when you put out an Endgame, a No Way Home, like these 
know, even the Avengers, like those big movies, Civil War. I mean, Civil War still being talked about. And then you put out something like that's not really memorable. Like, I don't know. And I only say that because look at the Eternals, right? The Eternals got bombed, crashed that shit, said it was trash. When I watched it, you see uh, the review I did. I thought it was a great movie. But what I don't like is the MCU isn't even uh, acknowledging the Eternals. And that's a whole thing when all of this is a big universe. You would kind of be wondering, like, hey, how come no one is talking about a celestial's head sticking out of Earth and his hand? Unless they just, you know, I don't know what happened. Would you think they cleaned it up? I don't know. It's a, a what is it, a tour site now? Because I feel like they'd be talking about that. And Arisham just showing up in the sky. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they didn't see it. But when you look at it from that perspective, you would kind of wonder, like, okay, we've had Moon Knight after that. We've had uh, now Miss Marvel. No one has acknowledged. It's like everything is just cool. I mean, I guess what, you know, the world is just so shitty. Imagine living in that in that universe with crazy superheroes and shit. Uh, it would be kind of weird. So I get, but honestly, I really feel like um, it'd be better if they would just acknowledge it more. But I don't know. I think that's what the MDU is like going for. Like people were saying Black Widow was mid. People have said that Eternals mid, which I like. I think a lot of people like Shang-Chi, but it was people still on the fence. Like, oh, it was cool. Like, I wouldn't say it was a banger. And especially when it when it came out, I, uh, especially when it came out, it was like, um, oh, yeah, it was kind of still like pandemic time. But now everything is just kind of cool, I guess. So I don't know, but. Oh, I like Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was hella good to me. Especially the fight. I mean, the fight I loved. I loved the whole, loved the whole cast. Honestly, this shit was dope. So, that being said, I just think they're having a problem because if they ain't dropping a banger, then, you know, it is what it is. It's kind of like the same with Multiverse of Madness. I thought Multiverse of Madness was hard. I've seen that three times in the movies, in the movie theaters. So I thought Multiverse Madness was dope as fuck. But I don't know. It was a lot of people critical of it. I loved it. Y'all heard my 100th episode. If you haven't, go check that out. That Multiverse of Madness Ultimate Review. That was a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I had on that. So let me know what y'all think about Thor, Love and Thunder. They're just the reviews. And then we will be talking about it live on YouTube, and I will be putting that, I'm still going to put it out on uh, the streamers too, but just letting y'all know y'all can tune in. All right. So, what I'm trying to think. What else is it talk about? MCU. 
Let's go to MC Direct. Just see if there's anything cool. They said, okay, this was cool. How does Ms. Marvel put Ultimate episodes stack up among the other second to last MCU episodes on Disney Plus? Um I thought honestly, I thought the the Wanda one was mid. When I went, I when I first watched episode five of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I thought it was mid, but then watched it later on and I was like, damn, I was tripping. This episode was hard as hell. Uh, the one, the what if was hard. Honestly, what if was hard. The Loki episode five was hard. Uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye was actually good too, because it did the reveal of um the Hawkeye episode five was good because they did that whole reveal of um what's my guy name? Why am I booking down on his name? Damn, what's his name? Oh, Fisk, Wilson Fisk. So that was cool. I'm trying to remember. Um, episode five of um, what's this shit? Moon Knight. It was cool, but again, they doing that. They do that whole. We're gonna take you back and show you how that happened. Oh, I ain't like it. I love the what if one of Ultron, but Ultron was on their ass. So that one was hard. He said one one love Thor eleven debut on Disney Plus probably like two months or not even two months a month because that's what it was for um, Doctor Strange a month and a half. They had it out. It came out beginning of May, and then it was out the end of June, June twenty third. So it will be the same for Thor eleven Thunder. I'm pretty sure of it. And especially considering that they're not going crazy over it for the uh, the Rotten Tomato scores, it'll be out of theater soon. There's a rumor Marvel Studios is reportedly setting up Kingpin to run for mayor of New York and the MCU. That would be cool. It'll be cool. But I'm telling you, man, if it's not rated M, it's going to be mid. I'm telling you, need that violence. Come on, there's America. That's how we do. Okay, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep, 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 yep. I did see somebody say in one of the groups I'm in, they was like, oh, I'm from Karachi. They, or she said, I live in Karachi and Marvel Studio portrayed my city so correctly. I'm loving it. So yeah, shout out to uh, Marvel. Always doing homework. Great, great, great. All right, man, I'm about to get up out of here. Edit this real quick. Post up. It's your host, Kevin27. Be back tomorrow. Come back. Be back tomorrow for uh, 
or Love and Thunder, Marvel News, and all of that good shit. 9 p.m. Thursday. Do not forget. Just gonna keep saying it. Thursday. I'll see you guys later. Believe in to your believers.